Aspirus, passion for excellence, compassion for people. It's time for Aspirus Health Talk. Here's Melanie Cole. Acid reflux disease affects roughly around 20% of the U.S. population and can cause extreme heartburn. While medications can temporarily deal with symptoms and pain, there is a procedure that is a revolutionary way to deal with the root cause of the issue. My guest today is Dr. Medhat Fanous. He's a general surgeon at Aspirus Iron River Hospital. Welcome to the show, Dr. Fanous. First, tell us a little bit about acid reflux or GERD, as people know it and they hear about it, and what is the first line of defense if someone comes to you and they've got acid reflux? Uh, hi, Melanie. Um, GERD stands for gastroesophageal reflux disease. It uh, occurs when the stomach acid is not contained uh, within the stomach. So the acid goes to the esophagus and to the airway, and um, it burns the lining of these structures. The main reason for that is incompetence uh, of the valve between the stomach and uh, the esophagus, which is the muscular tube connecting the mouth to the esophagus. So the first line of defense is to try um, acid reduction medication, uh, which um, called uh, proton pump inhibitors, such as Protonix, Prilosec, um, uh, or Nexium. And um, most patients will improve on that then. The current standard of care is to um, put them for life on this medication. If the patient has a partial response, um, we double the dose. um, And then classic referral is when the patient does not respond to any of the above interventions that they were um, sent to us uh, for consideration of surgery. So tell us about this revolutionary way to deal with GERD and acid reflux. After medication, if it doesn't work anymore and they're still experiencing these symptoms, they're worried about Barrett's esophagus, what is it you do for them, Dr. Fanus, that's so different than many places around the country? I guess the, uh, there are four problems with starting medication or people having, you know, taking this medication for life. First, you know, we are treating the symptoms, but not the disease itself, not the problem that the valve is incompetent. Second, the stomach is meant to be um, in an acidic environment. So this medication makes it less acidic. And this comes with a price because it causes problems with digestion, absorption, and bacterial overgrowth. Also, now we know that, you know, uh, these medications cause long-term problems such as osteoporosis, pneumonia, colitis, vitamin B12 deficiency. Last but not least, even when patients take these medications, they still deprived of a wide variety of food which affect their quality of life. So uh, we are offering a different alternative to patient. Um, up to nine years ago, patients were given a choice either to um, take the medication or to have to undergo um, a big surgery. Right now, we are offering a surgery which will be done through the mouth where we wrap the stomach around the esophagus. The surgery is without incisions and it takes an hour and the patient usually goes home the following day. Wow. So this incisionless surgery, how does it work? And what can people expect if they go in to have this? 
um, works by dealing with the cause of the problem. As I mentioned, the cause is that the valve between the esophagus and the stomach is incompetent. So when we wrap the stomach around the lower part of the esophagus, we are creating or reconstructing a valve again. So the acid remains in the stomach. Uh, before we offer this uh, surgery to any patient, you know, they undergo um, extensive workup. They fill a questionnaire to tell us how severe the symptoms, what they tried, for how long they have been on, on medication, and then we ask them to um, get a special x-ray where we look at the esophagus and see if there's any structure abnormality. We also perform endoscopy where we look inside the stomach to make sure that there is no um, hiatal hernia, which it occurs when there is part of the stomach uh, pulled in the chest, not inside the abdomen and to see uh, whether the patient is a candidate for this procedure or not. And we also, at the same time, we place a capsule which uh, measures the acidity at the lower part of the esophagus. Again, this area uh, should not have the same acidity like the stomach because it's not used to this environment. How long does this procedure work for? Is it a permanent solution? Might it have to be redone later in life? This procedure started um, about nine years ago. So far, the data is so promising that it comes across as a durable uh, procedure. Uh, the success rate uh, that we quote to our patients, based on, on the literature, about 80%. We, and uh, it, it means that 80% of the people will be off PPIs. And if uh, the patient requires another procedure, we can repeat this procedure or we can proceed to the bigger surgery, which is called laparoscopic nissen fundoplication. Uh, basically, this procedure does not burn any bridges. It keeps the patient options open. Do you still recommend lifestyle behavioral changes after this TIF procedure? Are there things you would like listeners to know and to do after the procedure to follow so that maybe that they don't suffer some of the same symptoms? The make or break for this surgery is a strict diet for six weeks until the healing of the valve um, is established. So as the patient follows the diet at the end of six weeks, they lose a um, significant amount of weight. And uh, at this point, patient has two choices. Most of my patients would keep the weight that they lost. Others, now that they can eat the food that they could not eat in the past, unfortunately, go to the other uh, direction and uh, gain more weight. So then you want them to do that for quite a while and adhere to a good, strict diet. And then afterwards, you want them not to gain weight because obesity can contribute. What about other things? You mentioned that that acid is good for them, that that is really what helps with the bacteria and to help in digestion. What do you think of some of the things people try to keep that, like apple cider vinegar, things along those lines? Well, the, the stuff, the, the uh, uh, acidy fruit that the patient could not take in the past, now they can. But the good thing about our body that the stomach regulates its environment. Uh, so the patient will have the option of, of 
changing his lifestyle or getting nutritional supplement, uh, all these options which were not present uh, before. My patients usually see the dietitian uh, for six weeks after after the surgery. By uh, during this time, they establish so many good habits uh, that it's really encouraging, and you know we recommend that they continue with the good habits for life. Uh, but again, you know that's their choice. Not everybody follows our recommendation. In just the last few minutes, Dr. Fanous, give your best advice for those suffering with GERD, what you would like them to know, and why they should come to Aspirus for their care. I think uh, this procedure provides a very unique option where people can get the procedure done. They go home the following day. They return to work in a few days, um, and their quality of life really, really changed. So I uh, recommend that they read about it. There are so many information on our website and online. And we uh, we hold three monthly seminars for this purpose. Uh, you know, we encourage them to come to our place and ask all the questions. And we will evaluate them. And if they are candidates, we will be gladly offering this surgery. Thank you so much. It's great information and really a fascinating procedure. You're listening to Aspirus Health Talk. For more information, you can go to aspirus.org. That's aspirus.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.